This is the Legs and Eggs Podcast, starring Fupa Jones, Heather Heather, Clem Stone, and Sarah the Ruthless. Oh, here she is. I was just wondering where she was. She was she was walking in Memphis. <laughs> she was walking in Memphis. Yep. I knew it. <laughs> Hello. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> were you were you walking in Memphis? I might have been. Yeah, and I thought that you would really feel the way I Hello. 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 Sorry I'm so late. That's okay. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. How old are the kids? The eldest is five and the youngest is three. Oh, bless you. <laughs> Fuck them kids because they wouldn't go to bed. Yeah, exactly. And it's every night. <laughs> Heather's got grown kids, so definitely fuck them kids. Yeah, mine are 23 and 28. Uh, have they flown the nest yet? No, they're still here, thank you. We're in the United States, so, you know, we are all just, like, real close to living in cardboard boxes at this point. Yeah. So, <laughs> she's better off with her kids at home. Hello, hello, and welcome once again to Comedy Night here at Legs and Eggs. The ladies are off for their yearly cervix script, so we're filling their time with some comedy. Coming up next, he's from... I don't know where the hell he's from. Where the hell is he from? Omaha! He's from Omaha, apparently. I don't know what he's doing here. I also don't know why he's a DJ. Give it up for our first comedian, DJ Ramrod! A woman walks out of the shower, winks at her boyfriend, and says, Honey, I shaved down there. Do you know what that means? The boyfriend says, Yeah, it means I have to unclog the drain. What does tofu and a dildo have in common? They're both meat substitutes. Why did the sperm cross the road? Because Hunter put on the wrong sock this morning. An old woman walked into a dentist office, took off all her clothes, and spread her legs. The dentist said, Um, I think you're in the wrong room. The woman replies, you put in my husband's teeth last week, now you have to take them out. What is the difference between a tire and 365 used condoms? One is a good year, the other is a fantastic year. What's the difference between hungry and hungry? Where you stick the cucumber? The thing about your mom jokes is that they're all old and overly used, like your mom. I saved a bunch of money on my car insurance by writing your mom. I'd make a joke about your mom, but cows are sacred in my country. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for DJ Ramrod. Starting us off with some comedy. gonna pass a stimulus I got one in my pants come look at my stimulus don't get any in your eye I'm on the bro law cause I'm a brochurist my stimulus is in my pants and you'll see why I'm so cool I might start a podcast I got a lot of sausage 
the stimulus in my face. It's raring like the bone. Gonna drop a tea bag in your cup of water. My stimulus package is my dick, and it is my boss. No corporate bailouts for my stimulus, and it's GMO free. kind of weird like i've been with my fiance for 13 years we're basically married you just you're done and then you're just like oh what? you do you want a sandwich <laughs> like oh let's go back to watching hgtv you know yeah i just feel like i think sex is probably the least important part of a long-term relationship well yeah because you got so used to fucking the same person you don't want to do it anymore <laughs> oh i'm gonna wake up to you again tomorrow anyway so we'll do it tomorrow, and then it'll be, I'll do it tomorrow. We always have access to it, so you always know you're getting it. So it's not even the important thing anymore. Like, you've already figured out whether you guys are comfortable together and all that stuff. So when you're done, you're just like, yeah, you want some coffee? Yeah, there's no, there's no need to have, like, other pleasantries afterwards. No. I go and sit on the bidet for a half hour. <laughs> it's got the front and back wash. So, you know, it's it's worth it, everyone. Get a fucking bidet. I've never used a bidet. Oh, it's great. Is it weird that I want, like, a Wi-Fi toilet? Like, that's, that's where I'm at in my life. I really want one. Just be like, oh, you want the toilet seat down? I gotcha. And then I, I put it down with my phone, you know? I'm like the type of bitch who's like, I have a bidet and shit, but I have like no car and like half of a job. I'm like, you know. Hashtag life goals. It's like I live I live in a fucking like trailer with like a Lamborghini. You know? Hey, I grew up in trailer parks, man. I, I loved my I loved living in a trailer. Hey, ain't no shame in the game. Some fucking like especially like ones in like uh like colorado and shit like they were fucking nice some of them were nicer than the house i grew up in like the one i grew up in like when we first got it, it you could never tell that it was a trailer like you yeah in, right oh, shit okay sometimes you see they're like three bedroom two bath and it's a double wide i'm like that's bigger than the house i grew up in with six of us yeah and they're cheaper well they're not anymore I fucked with one of my buddies when we were, uh, how old was I? I was like maybe like 15 or 16. And he was talking about, oh, you know, living in a trailer, blah, blah, I'm like, dude, come on, man. This is fucking awesome. I was like, if you go inside my closet, there's a secret compartment with a giant steering wheel and we could just drive this shit right off the block. He's like, don't fucking wait. <laughs> and he opens my closet. I'm like, bro, you're a fucking idiot. This is connected to the ground, okay? You can't do that. Hello. 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 Hi. Look at that. So I can drop F-bombs on this, right? Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my <laughs> fucking name is on there. Jesus Christ, look at that shit. All right, there, the mystery's over. Well, the good thing is, is that no one can see your name or hear it on the podcast. So that's all that matters. I'm going to tell you guys all this crazy shit anyway, so I might as well just, you know, might as well own it. What should we call you? Brianna. Can I call you Brie? I'm lazy. Yeah, you can. All right. I answered to Brie, and it's so weird when I open my mouth and this Brooklyn accent comes out. And, you know, people are like, huh? <laughs> and I'm like, it, it, it works. Trust me. It's, it's just a whole brand. It's just a brave new world now. It is. That's for sure. 
It's a brave new world in 1984, all at the same time. Like, let's get real furry. O.J. Simpson was originally thought of to play Terminator, but the studio was afraid no one would buy him as a remorseless killer. Hashtag facts. Do you know who Billy Joel is? You know Billy Joel's music? <laughs> I am fully aware of Billy Joel, yes. We had a guest on that didn't know who Billy Joel was. And he's like, I'm going to have to look into that. And we're like, no, you're better off not knowing. Were they eight years old? No, he was a middle-aged American man. That's impossible. So I was like, how? I'm jealous. Because <laughs> I fucking hate Billy Joel. You love to hate Billy Joel, but deep down you like him a little bit. I fucking hate it. But I like things that suck. So I listen to Billy Joel all the time. You hate listening to him. <laughs> all constantly it's like it's all, I think all I do is listen to Billy Joel he was my number one played artist on Spotify this year <laughs> you must hate him a lot if uh, if he's your number one <laughs> so much but do you find his music to be kind of like horny sounding like he's like horny all the time yeah he he's one of those old musicians in the old school that are, that are always horny it's one of those that you can tell, like him and like Neil Diamond. Little St. James, U.S. Virgin Islands. Little St. James is a small private island in the United States Virgin Islands, located southeast of neighboring Great St. James, both off the southern coast of the larger St. Thomas Island and belonging to the subdistrict East End of St. Thomas. The 70 to 78 acre island was owned by American convicted child sex offender Jeffrey Epstein from 1998 until his 2019 death. During Epstein's ownership, the island acquired local nicknames such as Island of Sin and Pedophile Island. A young man goes to see his doctor and the doctor tells him, you need to stop masturbating. Why? The man asks. Because I'm trying to examine you. All I know is I'm fucking hooked on karaoke. Like bad. It's so much fun. It is. Especially like listening to other people. It's like. Oh, they listen to me and you do it. It's hilarious. I wonder if, like, everyone that likes everything on there is, like, just a bot. I don't know. I think it's because it allows you to use those standard questions. Yeah, it's weird. You know, I know you get rewarded for commenting on other people's, but, like, I have no time for that shit. Right, right. <laughs> I don't either. I'm too busy singing. Yeah. <laughs> I comment on you. I've picked, like, such shitty songs, like, all around. Like, it's fucking hysterical. I did, like, a duet of Smuggler's Blues today, so you can always fill in the other half of that. Oh, my God, I did Smuggler's Blues. <laughs> 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 it's, like, my mom's favorite song. I know. <laughs> 
But I will jump into your Smuggler's Blues duet. Fuck yeah. Make that an A++. I also did The Living Years. <laughs> oh man, of course. I just like to imitate everyone I'm singing, kind of, in my own way. Like, what it sounds like to me. Like, that's all I do. <laughs> but there's, like, some pure, like serious karaoke hosses on there that are, like, you know, sending me, like, duets all day and shit. And I'm like, fuck. And they can actually sing? Yeah. Oh, I want to go fuck up those people's songs. Yeah, or there's, like, songs that aren't meant to be sung pretty, and there's always one that has to do that. And I'm like... This isn't exactly one of those, like, melodic tunes, but all right, you know. If a song's supposed to be sung pretty, I'm... Gonna fart it up. I'm gonna fuck that up for you, like when I sung Home Sweet Home. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think doing the duets with you, that's, like, my favorite. I'm like, I'm gonna go in the kitchen and I'm gonna do a little karaoke with Sarah. Yeah, I'm like, dude, the only songs I feel like I sing really well are, like, Nirvana and whole songs. That's it. Like, I don't sing any song well, but you gotta sing crappy songs because they're the most fun to sing. It's so true. It really is. That's why I went for walking in Memphis, like, right away. I think this might <laughs> be a walking in Memphis karaoke account. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, like, us doing duets and singing that all day. Like, pissing people off. Like, dude, can't you sing another song? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> It's Mark Cone, and I'm a conehead. <laughs> he got shot in the head! <laughs> what cruising looks like. Imagine you are in a crowded restaurant enjoying dinner with some friends, when a guy sitting across the room starts making intense eye contact with you. Not wanting your friends to notice, you occasionally steal glances his way. He knows he's gotten your attention and discreetly rubs his crotch under the table. His bulge grows bigger and he positions himself only so you can see the outline of his dick. It continues until he heads towards the restroom. As he walks by, he gives you a quick eyebrow raise and smirk. You excuse yourself and follow him in. In the restroom, he is standing in a urinal, so you stand up one next to him. He strokes his hard cock, and you are too nervous to do anything but watch. Slowly, he reaches over and touches your dick. He leads you into the stall in the back. Immediately, he gets on his knees and sucks your dick until it's wet and hard. Then he stands up and pushes you onto your knees. You deep-throat his cock until your eyes water. As you gag, he grabs your head and holds it down until he shoots a big load of cum down the back of your throat. You swallow every drop. He looks down at you, winks, zips up, and leaves. You head back to your table of friends. The guy is gone and you continue eating dinner with the taste of cum still in your mouth. You silently replay what happened in your head with your friends completely unaware about what you just did with a complete stranger in the restroom. This is only one example of cruising, and it will be very different depending on where you are. But all instances of cruising will commonly involve spontaneity, discretion, no talking, signals, strangers, and hot sex. A simple, step-by-step guide to start cruising. Find a location and read the description to see if it interests you. It might be a good idea to map out multiple places nearby to visit. 
learn the signals and cues. Show up and go to the correct area for cruising. Many parks and cruising grounds are after dark play only. You can always visit beforehand in the daytime to learn the layout. Comment on the locations listening to let other guys know you're present. Wait, cruising is a waiting game. Find a potential guy and cruise him. How to make cruising more popular where you live. Just because a listing has no comments does not mean it is not active. This website is useful for reference, but since cruising is spontaneous, sometimes you just have to show up in person to check things out for yourself. If you want to make cruising more active near you, this website can help. Here are some things you can do to make that happen. Share wholehunter.com on your profiles. Add pictures to listings without one. Edit descriptions to help other guys understand where to cruise in an area. Add a new location if it is not listed. Comment often and to let others know time you plan to be in a place, the hot action you found, alerts and tips, for example, security or cops are there, contact info, for example, Snap, Kick, Instagram, etc. The more guys there are, the better your chances of finding action when cruising. So do what you can to spread the word and make cruising popular again. Do you have any like TV shows that you watched when you were a kid? He-Man. Oh, I loved He-Man. No, I used to argue with my brother because he wanted to watch He-Man and I wanted to watch <laughs> The Brady Bunch. Oh, it's not a contest. I just want to know what you mean by <laughs> it's no contest. It's He-Man all the way. Cause... Oh, no, no, that's, no, no. Yeah, yeah, it applies no. to boys and girls. Like, no. boys can no. see the, the He-Man Adonis and go, I want to be He-Man. No. And girls can see him and go, wow, look at those gigantic pecs that are completely unreal. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch that Firefest documentary? The one that happened in the Bahamas or whatever? With the poor guy that was willing to give the blowjob for the water bottles for fire. Oh. oh, I don't remember that part. I did watch it, but no, I don't. I forgot about that. Oh, geez. How do you give a blowjob if you're thirsty? <laughs> hey, you know, people better get used to it because if gasoline prices keep going up, people are going to be sucking dick at the pump. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know how many blowjobs you've ever given with cotton mouth, but it sucks. I know, right? That's why I use Altoids. That helps. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, huh. I guess if you eat like uh, the peppermint ones or the um, wintergreen ones, they feel amazing when you give head. Oh, I bet. Yeah, right, right. Well, I'll have to think about that. Thanks for the tip. Yeah, no problem. I actually give great head, so. Hey, women can give blowjob advice. Well, I mean, advice, yeah, but blowjobs, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Insulting. Hey, I am a curvy girl. I can work out like a fucking piece of chicken. All right? <laughs> I'll suck that. You'll suck that. I'm not going to say it. I can't do it. You'll suck the meat right off the bone. <laughs> Shut it. Just like they used to say way back in the day, she'll suck the chrome off the trailer hitch. That's right. <laughs> Except for when I was a teenager and I had braces cupping with a little tricky. Dun, dun, dun. It's 
Florida Man. Florida Man attempts to leave store with chainsaw stuffed down his pants. Florida Man obviously has a toothed penis, so he was thinking, look, I, I need a new chainsaw. I got all these fucking trees out here in the Everglades. Like, if I just put my giant tooth dong down one leg of my pants and this giant chainsaw down the other leg, I'm fucking golden, man. So so that's what he did. And you want to check my shape on it, let's do push-ups together, man. Let's do, let's run. Let's do whatever you want to do. So what, so what is the burning curiosity? What made y'all want to know about um, glory hole etiquette? Probably because we're like dirty females and we have a lot of gay friends and they don't discuss or go into detail too much unless asked. And they're certainly too bashful to come on the podcast and talk openly and honestly about these things. So we thought we better ask strangers because there's no judgment, no like, oh, come on, or like, you know what I mean? It's it's a judgment-free zone. Well, hold on to your hats, because I will, I will give you a, a chapter and verse. Bush did it for the oil. Ah, oh, what the fuck? This fucking guy cut me off. Didn't even use his fucking blinker. I'm like, I don't know, it just takes his fucking time. You want to fucking press that gas real hard when you want to fucking cut me off and drive 25, though, don't you, motherfucker? You know, I tell this story. People used to call me a conspiracy theorist. Used to, they still do. Because I used to say for years the government was spying on us, ever since we had cell phones, especially. I was like, they're spying on us. They fucking listen to us. I don't care. They read our fucking text messages. And everyone would say to me, oh, Clem, you think you're so important. And I'm like, no, I'm fucking boring as fuck. They're not listening to me. They're listening to all of us. Yeah. And then what happened in 2009? Edward Snowden. They were fucking listening to us. Well, I mean, like the fact that, all right, the Patriot Act happened. And then it was like, you should have known that anyways. Like just because of the Patriot Act. But like, it was obvious to us when they created smartphones that like, Oh, okay. Well, this is how they're going to do it. Like, it just seemed to make sense. They have to. I mean, think about it, right? Like, if you guys are just around your phone and you're talking to a friend or a loved one and you're like, man, I could really use some pizza right now. And then all of a sudden you get ads on your phone for pizza. It's like, okay, if that company's listening to you, what makes you think the government's not listening to you? I mean, let's move So way back in the dim memories of time, when uh, I was about 14 or 15, we used to go into the city. We're going to the city tonight. We'd all get on the subway and cruise in. We'd go to 42nd Street and we'd go to Show World or any any number of uh, peep show places. And these places were gigantic. I don't know if any of you have been inside. On the, it was called an ABS, an adult bookstore. And that's where you find the glory halls. Um, they're really small. They're and, and I'm sure Vegas has got a big couple of big ones, but you know they're basically pretty small operations. These things were like three stories, three stories of filth and smut, and I loved it. There used to be something called loops, 
and it literally was just a loop of film. You put a nickel in and it would spin and you would just see whatever was on that film. And it was probably about you know, 30 seconds worth, just enough to blow a load. You get into these booths and this was a whole different story. You get in and these, you put your money in and a metal hatch would open up and it'd be a circle of booths. And I'm staring across and then I see my friend Tommy and I see my friend Mickey and I'm like, why, why do I have to look at them? And then this fat, blousy stripper would come out with an appendectomy scar and start bumping and grinding live. Oh, it was gross to the max. Uh, well, you know, I loved it. Uh, you know, my friends were like, oh man, oh my God, look at this. Oh, and a couple of would pay her a couple of bucks just to, just, just to go down on her, which I have no idea why nobody walked away with a you know, leprous tongue. But I got a kind of a thrill walking around, looking around and seeing what else was going on. And I kind of got the sense that something was. Thank you once again, ladies and gentlemen, here at Legs and Eggs. Let's welcome our very special guest from all the way across the pond. That's even farther than Rhode Island. I don't know how they got here either. Give it up for the comedy stylings of the comedy trio, Poofinger. Hello there. My name's Wayne, and this is Lee. Hola. And this is the hairy mongoloid known as Kempin. Hello. We are the hosts of the Poofinger podcast, with new episodes released every Friday on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all that kind of biznack. So if you like listening to three middle-aged British men talking absolute bollocks for an hour or so a week, check out our podcast. You can follow us on all the socials, at Pod on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all the rest of it. Throw us an email, poofingerpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, if it's sticky and brown, it's probably food. <laughs> Wasn't that great, folks? Once again... Very big thanks and give it up for our friends, Poofinger. Little St. James Ownership In 1997, Little St. James was owned by venture capitalist Arch Cummin and was for sale for $10.5 million. In April 1998, a company called LSJ LLC purchased the island for $7.95 million, and documents showed that Jeffrey Epstein was the sole member of LSJ. In 2019, the island was valued at $63,874,223. The island was Epstein's primary residence, and he called the island Little St. Jeff. The main house on the island was renovated by Edward Tuttle, a designer of the Almond Resorts. In 2008, Epstein's estate on Little St. James had 70 staff. According to a former staffer, Epstein insisted on discretion and confidentiality from his employees. In March 2022, Little St. James and the neighboring Great St. James were listed at $125 million. A lawyer for Epstein's estate stated the money obtained from the sale would be used to settle a number of lawsuits. Bespoke Real Estate, the agency jointly overseeing the sale, stated that further information on the listing was only available to prospective buyers. 
rest of your life as a Billy Joel song, what song would you pick? Uh, oh, now my mind's gone blank, blank on Billy Joel songs. Probably Piano Man. So that's the only one that's just sprung into my brain right now. And and you you feel like you'd want to live as Piano Man the rest of your life? Yeah, I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I could be, just be one of those dudes that goes to uh, shopping centers and just like when there's a piano there, I could just go up and just start playing Piano Man on it. That'd be amazing. I'd be on everyone's TikTok within seconds. <laughs> Don't tell me what I like to hear A little big dick Have no fear Coming up behind you Enter in the back Big vicious dick Hanging sack What I've got for you Heart attack ensue Sitting on the toilet, I let my nuts hang. Balls in the water, call me Larry King. Wear suspenders, hold up the ding-a-ling. Everyone's in shock, better open wide. Speed boxing your tonsils, Astroglide. Come inside, so much fun, thinking of you, thumb in the buns, no other love, like gold bond, keeping my nuts fresh, when I spray it on. Don't tell me what I like to hear A little big dick Have no fear Pokemon go to the polls In 1997, TV Guide's 100 Greatest Episodes of All Time ranked Season 3, Episode 12 of the Brady Bunch titled Getting Davy Jones at number 37. Hashtag facts. I've never come across the glory hall. Neither have I. Neither have I. We did interview someone who responded to a post I made looking for people who have used glory halls. I remember when I was looking through the titles of your podcast, I thought that was a joke title when you said you found someone that abuses glory halls. <laughs> I didn't realize you actually had. <laughs> if I was addicted to masturbation and then became addicted to sex, would it be safe to say that my addiction got out of hand? It's like that fucking pain in the back and then all you do is like feel like you have to take a shit or go to sleep. I actually don't have cramps. That's the funny thing. Yeah, that's good. So, or I had mild cramps, but just like an Advil's taking care of it, but I'm like double padding it. Oh man, no. I'm going, and I'm going through the pads. 
fast too. Double diaper day. <laughs> yeah, it's just because you know pads aren't long enough. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Men have to design pads because they do not understand gravity, women's bodies, or liquid. Yeah, I mean, I always notice that they always slide back too. Yeah. So it's like you'll still like coat your underwear in fucking blood. Yeah. And like, I don't know why anyone thinks the blood just falls out of the hole neatly into the fucking pad. Yeah, what's wrong with them? It likes to like creep up your fucking ass. Right? You know, and just squirting out the front. Yeah, it's just everywhere. It's like a bloody massacre. <laughs> Little St. James Buildings. In 1997, the island had a main house, three guest cottages, a caretaker's cottage, a private desalination system, a helipad, and a dock. In addition, there was a blue-stripe, box-like building that initially was topped by a golden dome. The purpose of this construction is unclear, as it deviates in substantial ways from the plans for the music pavilion that had been submitted for approval in 2010 by Epstein's architects. The original buildings in the plans was of an octagonal footprint, rectangular in cross-section, and had two side rooms extending from the outside walls. It was also much lower in perspective, and the dome extended from the octagon over onto the roofs of the side buildings. The building that was eventually constructed was much taller, in the shape of a cube, and without any side rooms. The dome was also well within the footprint of the cube, and the building did not have any of the proposed finishes applied to the walls, nor was it constructed out of materials in those plans, namely stone. I'm at my godmother's house and she's got a copy of Cosmo. And in the back is an article about the quote unquote homosexual tea rooms. And that's what they used to call bathroom cruising. As I read this and I, you know, swing, I'm like, oh my God, you mean I can find this? I was a horny kid. And you know, I was kind of like, am I, am I not? I'm like, nah, maybe I'm not. I'm not gonna pay attention to that. Now, you know, you just shove that under the blankets. You don't want to think about that. But you know, you got an itch, you got a scratch. So I started trying to find a restroom. Didn't work. That wasn't so easy to find, but I did remember those boots. And I did go back, so go in and there's the booth and I'm in there and I'm jerking like a monkey at the zoo. <laughs> Flinging my feces everywhere. Well, I go into one booth and there's a bloody hole in the wall. And I'm looking at this, I'm going, no. And sure as shit. A dick comes through. I ran like the fucking devil himself. <laughs> I was running away. It's a penis. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's focus on something. Your podcast. <laughs> we listen to it. Yes. I hope we didn't offend you too much. Nothing offends me. Clearly you haven't listened to our podcast. <laughs> you guys were fucking funny. Well, thank you. <laughs> I have listened to your podcast. I've listened to a couple of episodes, actually. Yeah, no, it was very entertaining. You guys are funny as well. Oh, good. So, yeah, nothing offends us. Trust us. 
we just listened together like an hour ago, but now I'm fucking high. What was the thing that I kept laughing at? Oh, the gynecologist. And over in the corner, his mum thinks he's a trainee gynecologist, but he just uses that excuse just so he can look at her flaps on a daily basis. I've known that guy for 25 years now. So when I come up with stuff like that, it's pure. I'm purely thinking what's going to make him laugh the most. Because <laughs> we've got a very similar sense of humour. It's not just me abusing his mother every, every episode. <laughs> just for the sake of it. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. I mean, me and my husband make your mom jokes to each other. Like real fucking filthy ones, too. Yeah, I do to my wife, but she doesn't appreciate it as much. Conversation. Cheers. As far as I'm concerned, my project to alter the reality about customers calling for service over the phone and the poor quality of service that is presented as the standard these days. You must be able to, you must already have been re- reflecting on your experience of calling calling your service providers, your bank, a department store, your healthcare provider, uh, any subscription service, any, even calling for, even calling for takeout delivery, the quality of service that you encounter when you call for service over the phone. And I reflected on, on the eulogizing of George Floyd and how, 
Reverend Sharpton recounted all the oppression that an entire race of people, millions and tens of millions of people, have been subjected to. Hi, Hunter. This is Denise from Blue Chew. I just wanted to let you know that you are definitely qualified to receive these male enhancement supplements. If you could give us a call back, that would be amazing. We would love for you to represent us. I don't want to go to jail. In Wyoming, it is illegal to take a picture of a rabbit from January to April without an official permit. <laughs> I've been doing this for almost 50 years. You know, when you get past your initial shame, you know, it was all shame back then. No, there's no shame now. Yeah, it was horrible. It really was. Um, when you get past all of that, it's a party. It's a blast. Especially if you understand what's going on, especially if you're confident of what you're doing. Yeah, you know, also you have to have a taste for dirty because it is dirty. And when I say dirty, I'm not talking about dirty like, you know, sex dirty. I'm talking about this freaking filthy. You walk in and you're like, I don't want to touch anything. I finally reached an age where I was like, I'm going to touch everything. I'm going to give a shit. I'm just going to just wash off when I go home. All right. Well, this is this is another very intriguing one. So this is called the Houdini. Uh, I'll set the scene. You're doing doggy style. You know, she's facing towards the window. That's important to the outdoors. Halfway through thrusting, you do a pull-out move, and then you have your friend who's strategically hidden in the room, sneak in and insert himself as if it were you. So this is this is where it gets tricky. Okay, so you gotta quietly exit the room, but reappear outside the window, smiling and wave at the girl who suddenly thinks, wait, if he's out there, who is fucking me right now? Yeah. Okay, my take on that is that is rape. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank it you. is. That made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, in reading that now, it is 110% rape. Okay, we'll move on. Uh, here, here's one. Here, This one's called the Scrunicorn. So this is when two girls are naked. They strap dildos to their foreheads get down on all fours and crawl around trying to penetrate each other. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> like, I'm just picturing that now, and it's fucking hilarious. That's my favorite one so far. <laughs> all right, this one's fucking disgusting. I don't even know if I want to read it. Uh, this is called the San Francisco Bird Feeder. Uh, <laughs> to suck your own or another's come out of a person's ass and then you spin it into their mouth like a mother bird feeding her young. Ew. So that's like that's like a felt slash snowball. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't fart. You'll blow out a lot. Get the fuck off my lawn. I'm sitting in my car on my break and some stupid fucking bitch just let her fucking car door swing and slam into my car. So I open the door to make sure it's not like fucking dented or something. And she goes, oh, did I hit your car? Yeah, you hit my fucking car. But because I'm wearing work clothes, I had to say, it's okay. There's no dent. I know it's windy. When I really wanted to call her a stupid fucking cunt. 
when did what um made you guys start your podcast well i was a long distance truck driver for a couple of years and um i'd been wanting to listen to podcasts for ages so i just started binging them because i had like nine hours a day in my truck to just listen to podcasts so i was listening to them all the time and i thought well i've got these two guys that we meet up once a week anyway uh, just to stay in touch and like just smoke and hang about and just talk absolute random nonsense to each other for hours and um, i thought well why not sort of structure it and uh record it and make my own podcast and then uh unfortunately my wife uh, got ill last july uh so i had to give up work and uh, give up the driving and be a carer for her so uh for her and my kids so in the evenings it's it's me time and i thought well with my last paycheck uh made sure all the bills were paid and then uh spent the rest on recording equipment and thought i might as well go for it this is this is my opportunity so uh had uh, spoke to the guys they were all on board uh, bought bought microphones and i've uh, made my garage here into a studio this is actually a concrete garage that i've padded out and it's uh, quite big i've got a big table and when we sit around it and play our silly games because uh, normally when we get stoned i thought we could just record us getting stoned we tend to just completely drift off until the point of not talking to each other by the end of the night <laughs> so i just thought well if i write up like i've got a tablet i'll just write up a little set list of things that we're going to do and like do it in sections and sort of structured it like a more like a tv show more to keep us on track rather than uh, than anything else and uh, then i just started making silly little jingles because i used to be a singer as well so i made made all the all the jingles like all the theme tune and things like that i did all my all myself and i've just just been having fun with it and i did i make uh, new artwork every week so another string to the bow not that i'm bragging but um i'm a digital artist as well uh, so i make all the pod work art and uh, every week i make a new one and uh, customized to whatever theme of the episode is it keeps me very busy i learned, i taught myself how to edit and all that kind of business from scratch because i didn't didn't have a clue about that <laughs> this is like so eerily similar to what clem does really like she taught herself how to do everything i just sit and like record stuff and send it to her and she does it all i don't do anything brilliant if you understood how long we will record sometimes it's like four and a half hours and then it gets edited down to like 20 minutes because <laughs> we just go off the rails off track Yesterday, I picked free organic corn at a farm near here. Free organic corn. There were cookies and a few families and people from a church group here as well. It was fun and tiring and rewarding, but I forgot my sunscreen and hat and work boots. Hack. I went to a men's worship sharing. Some issues that arose were father's rights and how that tends to attract lots of right-wing types and how it doesn't have to be that at all. Divorce in the military. Some things I spoke about were sexual confusion and the separation between boyhood and adulthood. Darth, the more you tighten your grip, the more systems will slip through your fingers. Princess Leia, the people to Darth Vader of the American Empire.
cats and dogs, anarchist schools where the children run free. Parks and gardens. I crave a city mostly free from cars. I crave more hugs, more kisses, more communication with friends, more laughter, more cool old people. My plan is to take art and biology classes up here. Hulk Hogan is staring at me from above my desk. He has a silly grin on his face. No sweeties in my life to report. Although I always have my libido open. You know how these fucking stupid Republicans are right now. They're trying to get Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and whatever. The fuck does Hunter Biden do other than smoke crack and jerk off in a fucking pool? I mean, come on. Be awesome. He wasn't jerking off. He was fluffing. He was trying to look better. What has he done the last two years? Nothing. Sober. He's sober. And there's amazing water slide video. I mean, come on. I think really, honestly, we should have a more in-depth discussion about what he is doing in that pool. I learned fairly quickly what was what. I learned fairly quickly that a hard stare was not somebody's going to kick my ass. A hard stare was they wanted to touch me. I was not the only 14-year-old in there. They had all these young kids who were young guys my age who were uh, male prostitutes. But people took me, you know, for you know a working boy, and I wasn't, and that would throw the crap out of them. I swear, they saved themselves a five with their five-dollar bill. Things were less expensive back then. Yeah, but like. I would have taken the pay. I did <laughs> later on. It, it it became a pretty interesting kind of a way to turn a couple of bucks. But for somewhere along the line, I was like, I created this idea in my head that, oh, no, no, you can't do that. Then you're no better than it was. It was nice to make enough that, you know, Saturday night, I'd have a, you know, I'd have a nice dime bag of weed and, uh, you know, a little, little extra money for White Castles. Stone on Mexican ditch weed and White Castles. I, I, that's, that's living. <laughs> <laughs> Little St. James. Visitors. Victoria's secret models were among the guests a former employee saw there, and Les Wexner visited the island at least once. Prince Andrew, Duke of York, paid at least one visit aboard Epstein's private jet to the island, although former staff claimed he visited Little St. James several times. Bill Clinton is widely reported to have visited Little St. James. Clinton flew on Epstein's private jet to Little St. James on multiple occasions between 2002 and 2005. Virginia Roberts, later known as Virginia Gouffre, claims in a lawsuit that while working at Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort, she was lured into a sex trafficking ring run by Epstein and while traveling with Epstein, she saw Clinton on the island. In a 2011 conversation with her lawyers, Roberts claimed Clinton traveled to Epstein's retreat on Little St. James in 2002. A Freedom of Information Act request for the United States Secret Service records of visits Clinton may have made to Little St. James produced no such evidence. According to Epstein's flight logs, 
Clinton never flew near the U.S. Virgin Islands. In July 2019, a Clinton spokesperson issued a statement saying Clinton never visited the island. David Copperfield proposed to Claudia Schiffer on Little St. James three months after meeting her in 1993. Jess Staley, the former head of Barclays, visited the island in 2015. Hunter Biden, no fap. How long do you think that lasts? 40 minutes? The song, Take Me Out to the Ball Game, was written by Jack Norworth and Albert Von Tilzer. Neither of them had been to an actual baseball game before writing the song. Hashtag facts. If sex with three people is called a threesome, and sex with four people is called a foursome, I guess now it's clear why everybody calls me handsome. I'll be 50 in May. <clears throat> oh, congratulations. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I have a really hard time wrapping my head around that because I feel like I'm 12 most of the time, you know? Yeah. Oh, same. <laughs> That's just like Carl. <laughs> and it's just like, wait, you know, I'm like a 48-year-old lady, but I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I know. It's hard. To, it's, it's really hard to comprehend because you just don't feel it. You look at yourself and you still see yourself as 12. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, and then, you know, if you, I mean, if you were able to walk into my apartment and, and just see what it looks like, it definitely does not correspond with what the societal expectation of what a, four, a 50 year old person would live like. Damn. Well, I'm a middle-aged basic bitch and my house looks like middle-aged basic bitch. So there's nothing <laughs> wrong with um, Martha Stewart living. Little St. James, reputation under Epstein's ownership. According to The Independent, Epstein's Island developed a reputation for depravity, and it is alleged that underage girls were gang-raped on Little St. James. It has acquired such nicknames as Islands of Sin, Pedophile Island, and Orgy Island. According to attorneys for Epstein's alleged victims, Little St. James is where many of the crimes against minors were committed by Epstein and friends who traveled there with him. Court documents allege that then 17-year-old Virginia Roberts was forced by Epstein to have sex with Prince Andrew on several occasions, including as part of an orgy on Little St. James. Buckingham Palace has denied this allegation. A lawyer for Epstein has described the allegations of orgies by Roberts as old and discredited. According to locals, Epstein continued to bring underage girls to the island in 2019 after he was a registered sex offender. In August 2019, following Epstein's death, FBI agents searched his residence on Little St. James. Because you mentioned porn loops, and now I have seen one porn loop in my entire life. <laughs> and it was the anal birth of Bert. The anal birth of Bert? All right, back in the day, fucking porn was fun. No one was trying to make it nice. It was just freaking funny. And you know who ran all of that? The mob. They owned all those places. They they made all the all the porn. And I uh, said, so they didn't get the crap about it. It's not art. It's the furthest thing. I remember there was a, uh, in my neighborhood, there was a theater called the Alpine Theater, and it showed adult movies. 
my older brothers took me uh, because they, you know, they, they wanted to further my education. Little did they know my education was getting uh, pretty far along. But I walked in, in the first feature length I saw, there's a uh, circus big top, right? And you get the, the, the three rings and all the circus animals were actually chicks dancing around naked. And there was a man wearing like the uh, like the ringmaster. He's got the red coat and the top hat and the boots, no pants. <laughs> and he's cracking a whip at this woman and he's going up crotchy, up crotchy. <laughs> this is what? almost a half century later. I can still picture that in my mind, up crotchy. <laughs> yeah, I think that would stick with me. That would stick with me, definitely. I mean, that's how I feel about the anal birth of birth. Sometimes <laughs> I close my eyes and I see it. Well, why you, I mean, please tell me, give over. No, I was just wondering if you had happened to see that one in <laughs> no. a porn list. <laughs> no, I would have remembered that one. It's time once again for our next comedian. She's coming all the way from Providence, Rhode Island. I don't know how she got here because there's no bridge to get here. I didn't take the track today. Let's give it up for Sophia Gabagool. What's the difference between a dick and a bonus check? Someone is always down to blow your bonus. What do you call a herd of cows masturbating? Beef stroganoff. What do a penis and a Rubik's Cube have in common? The more you play with it, the harder it gets. I went out dressed as a chicken last night and met a girl who was dressed as an egg. One thing led to another and the lifelong question was answered. It was the chicken. An old man is at his bedside praying when his wife says, What are you doing? I'm just praying for guidance, the man replies. Just pray for stiffness, the wife says, and I'll guide the fucker. A penis is the lightest thing in the world. Even a thought can raise it. When should condoms be used? Every conceivable occasion. What did the left nut say to the right nut? Don't talk to the guy in the middle. He's a real dad. What do you call a person who doesn't masturbate? A liar. What do you call a cheap circumcision? A ripoff. Me and my friend were masturbating to some hardcore dinosaur pornography. Unfortunately, my mother saw us. Alright, thank you, thank you so much, Sophia. She's like a fresh bakery pizza popped right out of the oven, isn't she? Alright, thank you so much, Sophia. I got memories that involve Billy Joel? Uh, yeah, I have one from about 20 minutes ago where somebody <laughs> asked me uh, <laughs> what song I would be. <laughs> and that'll wrap it up for this week. If you'd like to send us some dick pics, our email is legsandeggspodcast at gmail.com You can see us on Twitter at Legs and Eggs Pod, and you can check out our merch store. It's linked in our show description. Once again, I'm Fufa Jones. On behalf of everyone here at the Legs and Eggs Podcast, we'd like to thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.
cubes. 